0: You can you know, make it a goal of this year to develop the habit or routine of being held accountable and being in accountability with other people. So this might be having an accountability partner or creating an accountability group. This also could just be self-accountability. Welcome to Cowgirls Over Coffee, where we encourage and equip women to embrace the process and practice of tackling daily demands, actually executing on our plans, and taking action on the most audacious goals that we can come up with without sacrificing our peace and staying rooted in our purpose. These are conversations for doers, for those of us who refuse to settle for less than we absolutely know we are capable of achieving. For women who are cultivating thriving homes and businesses side by side. I'm your host, Thea Larson. Grab a coffee and sit down. We have so much to talk about. So let's keep talking about goal setting, shall we? We're about, if you're listening to this in real time, we're about halfway through January of 2024 of the new year. And I will tell you again, I feel like you know I keep harping on these things, but taking the time to set our goals. In an extremely purposeful and intentional way is honestly probably more than half the battle of making sure that we make progress on these goals, that we hit our benchmarks, and just that we don't get overwhelmed and burned out. So I hope that you are taking my advice <laughs> and moving slowly through this month in setting these goals and objectives. And also, you know, we don't only have to set goals in the new year, right? Like I think that's a foregone conclusion, but I want to say it again because I hope you can come back to these episodes that are taking place all month long and really use these as a primer for goal setting any time of the year. If you ever come up against a wall and you're like, whoa, I need to hit the reset button, come back to the very beginning here, come back to the first of January and think about how you're setting your goals, how you're building your foundations. And then what I want to talk about today is building in the accountability right when we're setting the goals. And I use the term goal setting um, generically. I don't care if you're setting goals or intentions or objectives or dreams or whatever they are. I'm just using that as an example. I know, for example, in the program that I have created for Cowgirls Over Coffee, we look at a bunch of objectives across five different core areas, and then we set initiatives for the year, which I am such a fan of because I feel like initiatives just, it just feels better because it talks, initiatives are about like the thoughtful and actionable steps that we're taking in order to reach the final outcomes. And I think when we set up our goals as a long game, that just puts our heads in the right frame of mind too. So regardless of what you call them, I could go down a, you know, nomenclature rabbit hole here. I like to call them initiatives, but we're just going to say goals we'll agree that we know what we're talking about, right? Okay. That way we don't have to get in the weeds anymore that I already have. So welcome to another Cowgirls Over Coffee episode. Again, I hope you're really enjoying these discussions. Just a couple more solo episodes with me, and then we're going to get back into the conversations. But I wanted to dedicate January to this to start out with. So I hope you're enjoying it and you're getting a lot out of it. So let's talk about building these goals with the accountability piece built in. Now, this is just a small piece. The accountability piece is just a small piece of the larger premise that we're meant to do life in community, right? And it's been proven through numerous research studies, um, whether that is in, you know, educational places or in businesses or in communities, like we're just meant to do life together. We're not supposed to be doing this alone. And it's as researched as it is biblical. So I hope that we can agree to agree upon the overall premise that we need to be doing these things together. Like we will be more successful and (laughs) we will get there easier, right? Like you can, what's the quote? (laughs) You can get there. Um, I forget the quote. Okay. I'm sorry. I forget the quote. I'm unprepared, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Like we get there together faster than if we got there alone or something like that. Anyways, I'm just going to go ahead and leave that at that. I'm taking imperfect action here as we speak. So let's just agree that we know we're supposed to do it together, right? And so accountability is just a small piece of the accountability in our goals, which is just a small piece of that. Now, again, there's volumes of research and evidence that incorporating accountability components into our goal setting is beneficial. And I touched on this when I talked about our core foundations, um, an episode or two back and When I spoke about that, I even mentioned there was a study that showed that when you commit to your goal, not just tell people about your goals, but when you make a commitment to another person about your goals, it increases the likelihood of success by 65%. And then if you also create a plan to check back in with those people, like an accountability cycle, you increase the likelihood of success to 95%. And that is bananas. And that's why I think again, it is so important. And I feel like all I've said all January long is this is so important. This is so important, but these are the real keys and game changers that I've found not only in doing this for myself, but also doing so with a community of other women. These are the things that do make the difference in actually seeing these objectives through, hitting our milestones and making progress. So let's build this accountability in piece right in at the beginning. So right now, Just go ahead and think about this or if you're listening to this in a place when you're not driving or something else, you can just think about those. Otherwise, pull out a piece of paper and I want to pregame. Yes, I'm a big fan of the prep and the pregame still um, our accountability. So let's think first off, like who are three people you can go to for support and encouragement? Because a piece of the accountability is like, did you hit your benchmarks? Check, check, check. The other side of that is the support and the encouragement. And the people who will cheer you on when you needing, when you need cheering and the people who will call you out when you need calling out. So think right now, like who are three people that you would be comfortable reaching out to in one of those instances when you needed support or encouragement or someone to call you out or bounce an idea off of or check in with? Think right now, who could those three people be for you? Write them down. If you're in a place where you can put this on a piece of notebook paper. The next thing I want you to think about is what kind of support is best for you? Because we're all different, right? Like what we need, the way we need to be called out, the way we need to be encouraged and supported, it can look very different for each of us, right? So I want you to think right now, like think back on times when people have tried to encourage you or support you, like what felt really good? What really got the ball rolling for you? What made you feel really inspired and empowered or what kind of turned you off? What did you not really like? What kind of made you want to crawl under a rock? think about that right now. I would even say, if you have a moment, that's a great journaling prompt, set a timer on your phone for 10 minutes and just write about that. Like what kind of support and encouragement is best for me? And then the third piece of that is another great journaling prompt: When will you reach out for support? At what point, what is going to be the thing that happens that you're like, I need to reach out for help. And that doesn't necessarily mean like, you need help, it can mean that. Like I need actual someone to come and assist me with something, but it might just mean, again, I need some words of encouragement. I need some feedback. I need someone to hold my feet to the fire. When will you know it's time to go to these people? Okay. Think about that and jot down some things right now So that they will be little, you know, bumpers on the side of the road, little rumble strips in the calendar that when these things happen, when this pops up, when this time comes, you're like, Ooh, I remember this is when I knew I would, I was going to need support. This means I need to reach out to somebody right now. So that's just a quick way that we can pregame our accountability as we're setting our goals, right? So now we know who we can reach out to, how we're going to want them to support us so we can tell them that so they don't have to read our minds, right? And then also when we are going to reach out for that, right? Because it's not their responsibility necessarily to reach out for us and be like, hey, how are you doing? Now, that's something that can definitely happen. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that here in a minute too, as far as like building out an accountability group or, you know, just a circle of accountability for yourself with other people. Now, after we've pre-gamed our accountability, There's a couple of different ways that we can build the accountability into our goals. So while we're drafting our goals, we can put in actual accountability requirements. Like I will tell X number of people about my goal and I will commit to updating people at Y frequency. Those are the kind of things that we can build into our goals when we're we're drafting like our larger goals and dreams. Think about the accountability piece. Like what can people hold you accountable to? Where are the milestones or benchmarks or places that you can, you know, build the accountability right in with your plan for executing and implementing on these goals? The other way you can do this is to make accountability its own standalone goal. You can, you know, make it a goal of this year to develop the habit or routine of being held accountable and being in accountability with other people. So this might be having an accountability partner or creating an accountability group. This also could just be self-accountability and having regular audits. I'm a huge fan. We have these in the Capitals over Coffee. There's weekly audits and monthly audits. But when are you going to audit yourself? And you can create these accountability habits and routines as their very own goal for you this year if you feel that accountability is something that would really help you, especially just in all of your endeavors. So those are kind of the two ways I would recommend just building the accountability right in. It's baked right in. It's ready to go. Now, there are lots of ways you can build a circle of accountability around yourself and around your goals and not just accountability, but that support and encouragement. But it's something you can do completely on your own there are so many masterminds, group courses, memberships, not just cowgirls over coffee, you know, which of course I think is the best, duh. But there's lots of things that you can join, um, whether those are local, like local to you or online, there's lots of ways to do those. But you can also create your own. And I actually have a workbook. That's an accountability squad workbook. That's what we call our accountability groups in cowgirls over coffee. And it's totally free. If you want to, I will drop a link to that in the show notes, or you can go to cowgirlsovercoffee.com. But this little workbook, it's really quick and simple. It'll just walks you through what I'm actually going to walk you through right now, but you can get a little workbook for it, but you can start by just reaching out to people that you admire or getting a group of friends together. And you can make this, like you can do this long distance online or you can make this really fun if you have some friends who are local to you and you can set up your meetings. So like you can go to supper or to brunch and incorporate this in where you talk about your goals. It is just so effective and so much fun and it will give you that sense of community around, leveling up and again, never settling, like doing more of what matters and never settling, right? That is really one of the core pieces behind what we're trying to do and what I want to encourage everyone to have so that we are making the most of every day, like not just having big goals, but also our daily demands. So I want to walk you through sort of the system that we have created to start your own accountability squad. And again, you can do this Online, just reaching out to people that you feel a connection to or with friends in person, like whatever works for you. And I just want you to make it as simple and as meaningful as it can be. Like, do what's easy first and then build out to make it as meaningful and purposeful as you possibly can for you and the people that you're going to reach out to. So, let me walk you through our accountability squad process. And you can just listen to this now. And again, like I said, I will link the workbook in the show notes, totally free, or you can go to cowgirlsovercoffee.com and you can download it for yourself. I think it's like four or five pages. It's pretty simple and straightforward, but first you're going to choose the people that you want to reach out to. And I really recommend keeping it pretty small. There's a lot of research around this about like what an effective group size is. But I would say four to seven people is probably your best bet just to make sure you have enough people to meet on a regular basis and not so many that it gets to be, these meetings get really long when you're all sharing your individual check ins and that sort of thing. And then when you have all your people together, you're gonna want to choose a team captain. So just someone who can serve as the leader for the group for scheduling. Maybe that's you since you're initiating it, but if that's not you, that's okay too. Also, The team captain position can be a static person or you can make it rotating. You can rotate it on a seasonal or a monthly rotation, whatever works best for your group so that you can kind of share the load of managing the scheduling and handling of things. But the team captain is really going to do, you know, take, the initiative to set the meetings, keep the meetings running, usually be the timekeeper of the meetings. Although again, those things can rotate as well. You're going to find your own rhythm and how things work best for your group as you meet more often and keep getting together. So that's the first thing. Then I really recommend that you pick a name for your squad. Um, again, we call them accountability squads. You can call them whatever you want that works for you. But picking a name is not only fun; it also creates an identity for the group. And it really helps people to be more committed. It's a shared identity and helps them to be, you know, you know, you're a part of this group, right? So it just ups the ante on the accountability factor by just choosing a little name for your group. And like I said, again, it's just, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. And (laughs) it's always fun to see like who comes up with what I love the, the naming portion of the accountability squads. I always find it highly entertaining. The third thing is you're going to want to decide on the frequency of your check-ins. So accountability groups can meet anywhere from whatever works for you. It can be daily, it can be weekly, it can be monthly, it can be quarterly. Whatever you feel would be the most effective for your groups and the kind of goals and objectives that you're trying to chase down. I would say probably in, in my experience, weekly is as frequent as you want to do even monthly can sometimes feel a little long, but even twice a month, like on the first and the 15th, just see what you guys want to commit to and then make sure you're committed to it. And remember, you can always change this too, but you want to start at beginning, at least for the first three months, schedule out the frequency, see how it works for you. Your group can always go back and revisit this. Okay. And then the fourth step is you're going to want to decide on the method of how you're going to meet. So again, This is going to a part of a factor of these is going to be like if you are an in-person group or if you're an online group, long distance, you know, it's going to be hard to get together, but it could be really fun. Like it could be, you could make it super bougie and you could get together once a quarter and get an Airbnb and have like your own little retreat, right? These could be awesome guys. Like think as big as you want to when it comes to your accountability squads, but really just to get the ball rolling what can you do to make sure you meet your frequency? And it can be live zoom meetings. It can be text messages. It could be emails. It could be an ongoing group chat. Just decide what's going to work best for you. I highly recommend a live zoom call. It doesn't have to be video necessarily, but it's always nice to see everybody. I think that just adds to the personalization and the commitment that you have to one another. So that gets you going. So you've picked your people, you've all committed, you've got a name for it. You have someone who's going to be the leader or you've decided how the leadership rotation is going to work. You know how frequently you're going to meet and then you know what the method of is that you're going to meeting and then you schedule your initial meeting. This is when you're going to start it off and kick it off and you'll schedule them out again, at least for the first 12 weeks, get those all scheduled out so everyone is on the same page and you can hold one another accountable to actually making these meetings. In the workbook, I will tell you we have an initial huddle questionnaire because that initial huddle <laughs> meeting, we call them huddles, the initial meeting is really what sets the stage for what you're going to follow up on on subsequent meetings, right? So for initial huddle, I give these four questions and then you can really set it for about an hour depending on the size of your of your group. But first of all, I love for you to come together, share three words that describe you. This will help you to get to know one another in a really fun and unique way, just having to choose these three words. It's it's really telling and it's kind of a fun icebreaker to get everyone, especially if everyone is like doesn't know the whole group. It's a great icebreaker to share and get to know one another. The second thing is I like for everyone to say what kind of help they can provide to the group. Like, what is your expertise? What is your experience? What is your skill set? How do you foresee yourself being able to help other members of the group? With a third question being the reverse of that, which is what kind of help and support do you foresee needing? Like, where do you think you're maybe going to need a little help? When do you think you're going to need that encouragement? Where do you think you could fall short in the goals that you have and how people can assist you, right? This goes back to that journaling exercise, right? That we talked about (laughs) earlier. So do that before you do this, right? Right. Okay. The fourth question is then just sharing what your current goals and objectives are. And I think this is a really great time to talk about your big 10,000 foot view objectives, right? Like these are my big goals. This is what I want to see happen. And then at that point in time, you can share like, what are the specific objectives that you're going to be working on between now and the first or next accountability session that you have with your group, right? So really give people a, an idea of like what your dream is. So give them the like something to bite onto and hold onto so that they can really buy into your goals with you because that's how they're gonna provide the best accountability and support for you. And additionally, you knowing about what everyone's dreams are and why they have them and why they're setting these goals, that's gonna help you have buy-in to hold them accountable and encourage them and support them and hold their feet to the fire, right? So that's going to be your initial meeting. You're going to say three words that describe yourselves. You're going to tell what you can help others with. And then you're going to tell them what you think you're going to need help with for yourself. And then what your big dream is and your current objectives between now and the next meeting. Okay. Now, your regular huddles or accountability squad meetings, whatever, call them huddles. Isn't that fun? I think think it's fun. But I mean, you know what? screenshot this episode, tag me at cowgirls over coffee. Tell me if you think I'm a big dork (laughs) for calling these huddles, but I just like, it seems like, like a casual and fun way to like huddle up and get through things, right? Like, what are you going to call yours? I also want to know your team names. Please, please share these with me. And I want to, let's keep this conversation going and I'll share them in the stories. If you share yours with me as well.
1: Join us for Art of the Cowgirl January 17th through the 21st in Queen Creek, Arizona, as we celebrate, gather, and connect Western women around horses and Western art. Art of the Cowgirl 2024 will include Wrangler All Women's Ranch Rodeo, presented by Cowgirl Magazine, Kimes Ranch World's Greatest Horsewoman Competition, presented by Western Horsemen, Merck Animal Health Breakaway Roping, presented by Kimes Ranch, Hands on Workshops and Clinics, elite horse sale cow dog trial master artist demonstrations horsemanship demonstrations silent auction colt starting youth dummy roping competition quick draw artists competition presented by cowgirl artists of america amazing shopping at the trade show live music and more the event will not only provide entertainment and honor women of the west but also provide fellowships to individuals to further their knowledge with master artists in the trade of choice the contributions of these cowgirl makers are truly worth celebrating and we look forward to sharing them with you. Hands-on workshops and riding clinics opportunities for additional charge. Tickets and workshop registrations are available now at www.artofthecowgirl.com.
0: Here's a little breakdown. Again, I have this, like, don't feel like you have to like stop your car. Like you can download this in the workbook and I'll put it in the show notes. And again, it's at cowgirlsovercoffee.com. But here's a framework to help you keep on track and you can tweak this for your own group, but this is a really good jumping off point because you definitely want to have a very specific structure for these meetings so that you stay on track and you are really respecting everyone's time. Um, we start with usually a five minutes greeting time where everybody can like get on chat. Wh- even if you're meeting together, set your timer. This is where your team captain comes in. You can either have your team captain do this, or you can choose a new person to like be the timekeeper every time. But someone needs to be a timekeeper to keep everyone on track. Okay, so five minutes. We're just greeting each other, saying hello, whatever. Right. Then we're gonna start our meet- meeting. And this is the statement of state so that people can know exactly where you're at. And so how you can know where everyone else is at in this moment. Because how we show up, like how we're feeling today, like if we're feeling like defeated or we're feeling hopeful, it's really important to frame the way you're going to be talking about the progress and things you have made during this time frame between meetings. So two minutes for each person during this portion of your meeting. And I want you each to set share three to five words that describe how you're feeling right now. And again, the reason I like to say use three to five words is because we're trying to keep this concise and to the point and let everyone know exactly where you're at, but not going off into a tangent, right? And that's also why we have the time limit of two minutes per person. Next section of the meeting is going to be the check-in. So each person is going to get two minutes again. And this is where they're going to check in. They're going to say where you're at. You're going to say where you're at with your objectives that you said you're going to work on during this time period, you're going to want to talk about what was accomplishment, what was accomplished, what steps were made, what wasn't accomplished, what your challenges are, what your wins were, and what support you might be needing. So you're going to want to be prepared before your meeting with this check-in. So you're going to want to provide this um, (laughs) this little plan, this little protocol for your huddle. You're going to want to have this provided to people and remind them of it before you actually meet up. So again, the check-in is just telling them where you're at, all the things, two minutes, elevator pitch, as concise as can be, again, respecting everyone's time so we can keep things moving. The next portion of the meeting is going to be sharing your objectives for the next period of time. So like the next week or the next month or however long that you go between your check-ins. And during that, you're going to share your next objectives and it has to be well-defined. When you're sharing these objectives, they're going to have to be really well-defined and have specific results. And make sure your objectives for these things, again, we already shared in our first how to like what the big dream is, what we're checking in on is the specific objectives and the steps that you're taking, right? Because this is a long game. So we want to be really specific, really actionable. We're taking one step at a time and just like we're eating that whale like one bite at a time. The final part, again, two minutes each for those, for everyone to go and set their objectives. Then we're going to enter the final part of the meeting. And this can be anywhere from 10 minutes to 30 minutes, whatever works for your group. I think it's also really nice to set the stage for this portion of the meeting, letting everyone know that if they need to speak first because they are on some sort of time restraint, they can speak first to this area. And then that everyone can log off at any time. They can check out or leave early if they need to. But this is kind of the free chat time. And this is where we are having our support and our discussion. So you've already heard from one another. Where you're at, how you're feeling, what progress has been made, and what your next objectives are. At this point, you can give feedback, you can provide the support that people asked for, you can troubleshoot things. This is really the discussion part of the meeting. So important to follow a protocol similar to this because, again, you want to get the most important, pertinent information out to everyone at the top so that this discussion can stay very targeted, very lean, and really help as many people as possible, as efficiently as possible. So that again is the huddle protocol that I have that I like to use. I just have found that it's super beneficial. It keeps things on track um, and is still effective, super effective. And it allows for such great connection between one another because we were just working through knowing exactly what, what another needs, but then having that discussion at the end where you can really dig in and support one another and encourage one another or sharing your challenges. If you heard like, you know, a couple of you are having the same challenges, how can you work together or, you know, share what your experiences have been, what worked and what didn't work. These are super effective. So these accountability things are like one part encouragement and like you're checking the box that you're telling people what you're doing, But the other part of it is this shared knowledge and collective, you know, work that you're doing to work towards these goals. And this is why accountability, this is why working on goals together in community can be such a game changer. So that's what I have for you this week. It's mid-January. I hope again that you're just taking your time and really just marinating in this new year and enjoying the the vibe of the clean slate of a new year. Like it is nothing but possibility. And I know it's just, you know, an arbitrary turn of the calendar page, but I think that collectively we just all can feel excited about what we're planning for the new year. And I hope that you are thinking about your biggest goals and dreams that you're really getting into the nitty gritty detail of your objectives, that you are setting a mantra Or choosing a verse or a word or something to help guide you and then write all of this down you guys like please write this down get a notebook out get it down so that you can come back to it don't let this just be a one-off thing either write this down so you can come back to it and then set an alarm on your phone so you can come back to it monthly or quarterly whatever that is don't lose momentum because we forget about all this excitement at the beginning of the year which again That is the whole point of the accountability and encouragement and doing this together. Of course, you can always build in that self-accountability where, like I said, set a calendar note in your phone to come back to these notebook pages, put them somewhere safe so you don't lose them. I have hand-raised, been guilty of misplacing my (laughs) goal-setting notebook. Um, Too many notebooks, far too many notebooks. That's why I love my iPad with my good notes on it because everything is right there. But that is another story for another day. I am so excited for you. Again, go ahead and go to cowgirlsovercoffee.com. You can get my accountability squad workbook there. It's totally free. Um, if you haven't yet, I want to say, please reflect back on 2023 before making your 2024 goals. We have so much going on too. I just really quickly, if you are listening to this in real time, we're about to go. We're getting ready to head out now to the art of the cowgirl in Phoenix. We're going to be out there Saturday, I believe it's the 20th, 21st. I I don't have my calendar in front of me. The Saturday of Art of the Cowgirl. We're going to be out there and we're going to be doing um, some fun things, connecting with everyone, sending little letters of encouragement to each other is just really a part of the mission of Cowgirls Over Coffee to make sure that we are connecting with each other for all the reasons I just told you I would die on this hill of support and accountability and community. I hope you'll see us out there if you are coming to Art of the Cowgirl. It is an amazing event. I'm really excited just to see everybody and like squeeze everybody that I haven't got to seen in forever. But um, we're also doing some new year workshop planning and everything. So just go to the website. We've got you handled. I have a 38 page new year playbook that we're going to be doing with a new program. We're rolling out where we are supporting you all year long to help you keep on track with these big goals. And also, be better at navigating the daily demands of like these dynamic roles that we have, because we're trying to fill so many roles, like as rural Western ranching women, like we have all these like roles with competing dynamic responsibilities and we have to navigate those well. So that's what this annual program is about. It's outside of the membership. It's something that we're just delivering monthly to help you stay on track with these big goals that we're setting as well as navigating and planning for those daily demands. So I hope you'll check that out and check back with us. I hope that if you're going to be in Phoenix, that I'll get to see you at Art of the Cowgirl. Otherwise, have a great rest of your week. Again, screenshot this episode, share your takeaways, tell me what you think, tell me what you're going to name your accountability squad, um, tell me if you think I'm a giant dork for calling them huddles. I don't. I don't. I do care. Do I care? I care. It, I. I don't want you to think I'm a dork, but it's okay if you do. Anyways, you guys have a great week. Let's wrap up January with ugh really good purposeful initiatives okay i'm gonna say it. if they initiatives set your initiatives get nitty-gritty in your details i want to know all the goals i can't wait to just keep doing this all year long <laughs> i'll see you later thank you so much for spending part of your day with me if you had any aha moments or some questions came up, please hit us up in your Instagram stories. Just take a screenshot, share that, tag us at Cowgirls Over Coffee, and let's keep this conversation going. Otherwise, we'll see you back here next week. And just thank you again. Go out and make it the best week ever.